Welcome to the Transformation Goddess Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm your host, Shan Vanderleek, founder of True Balance International and TransformationGoddess.com. The intention of the Divine Feminine Spotlight is to share transformational stories of women who have learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of claiming their feminine sovereignty. And today, it's my honor to introduce you to Kendra Thornbury. Kendra helps soul-centered women and evolutionary leaders create spiritual and financial freedom so they have a greater impact and make more money, all while being true to who they are. She is passionate about making it easy for those called to serve the awakening on the planet to effectively help more people while doubling, tripling, and quadrupling their income. Kendra is an international coach, spiritual guide, speaker, facilitator, humanitarian, and entrepreneur. Labels aside, she considers herself a human being simply doing her best to walk a path of authenticity and integrity while making a much-needed difference in the world. Welcome, Kendra. Oh, thank you. It's just wonderful to be here with you. Oh, I just love, love, love your energy from across the United States and have had the pleasure and honor of keeping track of your gorgeous life and your travels and your offerings for quite some time now. So to have a conversation with you today is is really exciting for me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm just excited. It's it's wonderful to gather in this way together. Uh, and, and I'm just, I'm looking forward to what's going to unfold in our time. <laughs> and it's going to be something juicy, I'm sure of it. Mm. <laughs> know it. So let's start with a life-altering transformation that you've experienced and grown from. Hmm. Well, at any time, <laughs> it's like, at any time, yes. Which one to select? I, I've had a, a number of turning points and game-changing, uh, informative, earth-shaking, dark nights of the soul, and I, I think what I will uh, choose to share at this this juncture. I'm like, oh, where do I go? Where do I go? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I'm no stranger to the really the radical acceptance and compassion and um, opening that comes with transformation. Um, and, you know, in the, in the moments that they arise, they can really, you know, bring me down to my knees and bring questions of, of the meaning of life and, and so on. And, and yet I, I think that those, those places that I've been cracked open have been so informative as to who I've become. And I've, I've been able to glean more character, you know, more humility uh, and more fierceness and my purpose from them. Um, one such experience for me has been a, a journey of, of awakening that's come through my health. And um, the first iteration of that journey actually began in my early 20s. And I, one of my first experiences of, of recognizing that I was having health issues was that you know I'd moved from Minnesota to Washington and I was in uh, college 
And I woke up one morning and my roommate just kind of nonchalantly mentioned, did you know that you had a seizure last night? Uh. And, and I, and she just walked out of the room and like, it was like, you know, do you want a cup of coffee or something? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't know that. Tell me more. What happened? What did you see? What did I do? Right. Uh-huh. And um, she proceeded to tell me that, you know, I, I sat up in my bed and I had convulsions and then just went back to sleep. And, you know, long story short, uh, what happened is, is that, you know, I had a series of tests and, and saw a variety of doctors and was diagnosed with epilepsy. And it it really took me into, you know, I know you talk about sovereignty. And um, for me, that was the gateway to recognizing that I have choice in my life. And rather than doing what the experts told me to do, which for me really looked like being prescribed to a way of being that was very limited, you know, right, very right. put into a box and you take these pills and now you can do this and you can't do that. And I was like, hey, wait a second, you know, I've got so much life in me and and uh, I want to use this as an opening to understand how I can be the influencer and the creator and the deliberate chooser of my life. Um, so it, 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 was, it was huge. And, and it's, I attribute you know, who, who I am today a lot to those times. And, uh, and I, I have uh, been seizure free for over 20 years. Um, I chose natural methods to prevent my seizures. And, uh, you know, about, I, I was sharing with you that just about two years ago, I, I had, uh, I had come back from my travels in Guatemala and Belize, cause I've been doing a lot of travels the last year years. And I had a, I had an episode after being sick and I passed out. So it, it was like this reoccurrence of some things from over 20 years ago. There was some question like, oh, am I starting to have seizure activity? And I don't think I did, but it really, it brought me down to my knees. You know, it's like I, I have my dream lifestyle. I live life on my terms. I work with amazing women all over the world. You know, I host retreats in places like Sedona and Kauai and Belize and and, you know, there's a flow to my life that has taken me quite some time to create. And, and so it was kind of a surprising to me to be questioning and inquiring again by way of, of some health issues. So I know that's a lot and, and we have uh, limited time, so I'll, <laughs> I'll just pause there. Um, I think that well, now I just said I'll pause, but I, I do think there's a way that our challenges like can spiral. And so I do live an intentional path of, of service and, and, and with spirit. And it did offer me an opportunity to ensure that I'm, I'm really right down to the core of, of what matters and who I authentically am. Because I, I think that like anyone, I can get, I, I can get caught up in the reward of it or caught up in like, oh gosh, you know, I've become so successful and, and there can be persona in success. I think that this opportunity just two years ago when there was kind of this resurgence of health stuff, like just, you know, I think it was a nudge of the universe. Just, just make sure you're keeping, keeping to the earth. Like what, what, what really matters, Kendra, you know? And the universe will definitely 
give us a whack over the forehead with a cosmic two by four if we're not paying attention. That's yeah. for sure. And and so since then, and you know, I love that you decided, all right, thank you for your service and thank you for your help, but I'm going to take care of this my way and I'm going to um, do the best I can to become the healthiest version of myself that I can naturally and, and to be more than 20 years seizure free and, and then to come back and have that, that little knock on the door that, hey, you know, be mindful. Uh, let's make sure that we're in our body or, or, you know, whatever that message may have been. And I guess I just wonder with all of that being said and that experience, how has that uh, changed or how has that informed how you relate to your body and your sexuality and your, and your power as a woman? Great question. Well, now is the time. The, mm. the present is all there is. And I think that this gateway of awareness that's come through the, you know, through, through my health, through symptoms of, of illness that, you know, I think some people would shut down from it. Some people would be uh, controlled by it in terms of, you know, what they feel like they can and cannot do. Um, to me, it, it helped create an urgency and uh, a, a way of being like so present to the preciousness and the sacredness and the beauty of life. Like this is it. Now is the time, you know, stop preparing, uh -huh. stop, stop being in this perpetual state of studying and healing. You know, I, I work with a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs and change agents who, you know, it's like we're always preparing. <laughs> now I've got another healer to see and another vision quest to do and another Reiki session to do. And I, and I, and I, you know, I applaud that dedication to transformation. I'm not dismissing it all, but I think that a downside of that is, is that we can, uh, we can mistake the personal transformation process for um, thinking that something's missing or something's lacking now. Um, so in terms of my own relationship with my body, I, I decided that I, you know, I wanted to get to know my body, right? Like instead of viewing like, oh my gosh, there's something wrong. I was like, well, what is my, what is my body attempting to tell me? What does it want to communicate to me? What is the innate intelligence within my body that wants to be expressed? And so one of the ways that I, I feel very alive and vital in my life is through my relationship with food. And, you know, I'm a foodie and it brings, it, you know, brings to life senses and sensuality and pleasure. So, you know, I'm really into superfoods and cacao and my juicing and, and you know, it, it's just one of the many ways that I feel like, mm, you know, this life is just so juicy. Like, oh, I want to just partake of every morsel, right? Right. right. Um, and then in terms of my my sexuality, I mean, I, you know, to to be the creator of my life, to take one hundred percent responsibility for my health, for my reality, you know, I. I can't ignore my, my sexuality and do that at the same time, you know, cause you can't like be wide open and be like, woohoo, I'm here to live and, and be free. And then like, Oh, but you know, I'm going to pretend that I don't have sexual power or that I don't have desire. Right. It's right. like, it's either the, 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 the cork is like wide open and the prosperity and pleasure flows or it doesn't. So I've been on quite a, a journey of, of accepting and embracing my, my sexuality. And uh, it's, 
it's key to who I am and also the work that I do with with women in particular because you know I teach wealth consciousness and you know we can't be authentically rich and prosperous without igniting our our sensual and sexual power you say that healing your sexuality has been the key to opening the gateway to greater prosperity yeah absolutely i mean prosperity is more than money you know of course say that but money certainly is a key component of it and unfortunately you know we've been so conditioned um, and our relationship with money is is really twisted and the same is true of our sexuality it's very perverted it's very oppressed um, it's very much in the shadows and so the energy um, of, of money and the energy of sexuality are very interconnected very much um, a part of, of the same expression, right? I mean, in terms of chakras, you know, we've got our, our root chakra and we've got our, right there, we've got our, um, oh, what is that? Our solar plexus. Like, you know, I mean, all of this creative intelligence and innate power, it's 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 all interconnected. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, we could absolutely have, a, we could just have our own show and talk about this 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it is. Yeah, I would love it. It's it, it's um it, to me it's it's some of the most important work that we can do, be doing right now. Um, you know, I'm personally dedicated to help transforming the scarcity and poverty consciousness on this planet. And you know, it, it surprised me when I set out to do this. You know, I I didn't think that I'd be coaching about money and finances. And 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 doing work uh, with myself and others around, you know, opening our my sex our sexual power as women, um, but you know, to be free, uh, you ha- you have to. <laughs> Just... Right. So tell me about some of your favorite sacred feminine rituals. Hmm. That's such a. It's such a great question, and I I, I appreciate the invitation to to reflect on that. And part of what comes to me is this like, wow, you know, I think that I've attained a, a, a level of, of being that I feel like my life is, is a, a, a feminine sacred ritual. My, my way that I operate and run my business feels like a feminine ritual. And that, that feels very delightful to me to have arrived at that place that I can say that, that everything feels really integrated to me um, rather than like these fragmented pockets of life. And it's like, oh, well, this is where I do my feminine work and this is where I'm spiritual and this, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so it's, it's all just woven together and, and of a, a stream that comes from my center Having said that, uh, certainly in terms of some practical um, things that I enjoy doing, I, you know, being in nature uh, connects me with the the sacred feminine instantly, right? Like there's a, a way that nature is just this direct channel to um, to source energy, and um, and I love being in in ceremony with women. I love drumming. You know, I have a hoop drum, and I've had a mentor for over twenty years who has introduced me to feminine rituals and the woman's way, the beauty way. And uh, you know, I do sweat lodges, and I enjoy um, well food for me, as I've already mentioned. The the list of things that you share, I also uh, enjoy very much um, 
superfoods I learned about just, I guess it's been about three years ago now. And so I have an entire cabinet dedicated to all of my special uh, concoctions. And <laughs> cacao is always one of them. And, uh, you know, to be able to make these choices and know the yummy goodness, you know, not only am I enjoying it, but what I'm giving to my body, how, how wonderful it is to give my body superfoods and the breath work and drumming and sweat lodge. And, and I just initiated into a, a group of women, the Changing Women Sisterhood, this past summer after a couple of years of deep work and with this, the same group of women and all of these things. Just, oh, I, it's so rich. And the, the well, my well, as, I'm, as I know yours is, is just overflowing with all of this sensuality and all of this wonderful way to connect with something so much greater than what we are. And, and it really does give us that green light to, to share it with whomever might be attracted to, to what it is, you know, what our gifts are and, and how we can show up by integrating all of those other things. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, good for you. And thank you for creating this platform for others to have, have this, this invitation. And actually I, I go beyond invitation. It's really an appeal because we all deserve, I mean, it's our birthright to experience the joy, the passion, the pleasure of, of, you know, what we're talking about here and, you know, the sacred right of of feeling good and you know we've been we've been misled i believe to to think that you know our our pleasure and our sensuality and our sexuality you know it it, it it's, it's dirty it's it's you know we just the oh it's just the, all this energy around it so i think this reclaiming and remembering the truth of who we are uh, and and as as women in particular, um, it's so important that these these feminine rituals, these reconnecting with our goddess selves, it, it has to include the body. You know, um, there is this intelligence and this way of knowing and experiencing life that just comes through this beautiful, curvaceous, mysterious <laughs> this body, right? And uh, and you know, so we we need to relearn how to, to to nurture and deeply, deeply nourish our bodies um, and love ourselves again. That makes me think of passage uh, by um, Clarissa Pinkola Estes from Women Who Run with Wolves, and and she says to confine the body and value of the body to anything less than magnificence is to force the body to live without its rightful spirit, its rightful form, its mm -hmm. right to exaltation. Woo! <laughs> uh, that gives me chills. That's, those are truth bumps. Yeah. And I think we, we've misunderstood. You know, I, I, I know for me and a lot of women that I've played with and, and served over the years, like, you know, we, we're dedicated to our spiritual evolution and our spiritual enlightenment. And, and we think that we're beyond body. You know, it's like somehow our bodies, you know, uh, diminish 
our, our experience of our spiritual evolution. It's the same with money. You know, when I'm doing money healing with people, they're like, oh, you know, money's not spiritual, right? But we're here in this third dimension. You know, we're here in this reality to to touch and to feel and to experience the the, the spectrum of reality. And it, it includes beauty and, and joy and pleasure just as much as it includes the, the challenges and the messiness of... <laughs> What comes to mind, or, or I should say, what comes to heart when you hear the phrase walking in beauty? Being truly, authentically, unencumberedly, I don't know if that's a word, unapologetically, all that I am, all that we are, and walking in harmony, in unification with the, the sacredness of life. And uh, walking the beauty way is, is a deep path of listening uh, uh, to the innate intelligence, to the mystery, uh, to the, the unseen realm, and, uh, and, and trusting a, 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 the guidance of our intuition, the, the, the whispers, if not the shouts uh, of a voice, of, of voices, of guidance that um, are beyond perhaps our, our current understanding. I just knew I would love your answer to that question. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, this foundation, everything that you've shared to this point, feeds all of these gorgeous programs that you've created for the tribe that you serve. And I know you have many to choose from, but I'd love to know a little bit more about your inspiration for the medicine of money program if if that's something that you'd like to share. Oh yeah, I I'm dedicated to freedom. I it's one of my core values for myself and it's been revealed to me my purpose in this world and the inspiration or one of the inspirations in terms of finally bringing it to ground was you know I had traveled to Nigeria, Africa uh, in 2005 and 2006, I did some humanitarian work, and I was exposed to a level of corruption and poverty that I had only seen from afar, right? Like you can watch documentaries and read it in magazines and so on. And there was something about being on the soil and being on the land of these people in Africa, going to the villages and, and seeing, you know, what's happening to their land because of the oil drilling. And, and when I came back to America, I just was turned upside down and inside out. Um, I I was distraught. I was discouraged. And I'm you know I'm an eternal optimist, but I do have to admit that during a stage there, I was like, whoa, I what? How is it that we are going to turn this around on the planet and really make this a more dignified, respectable, uh, equitable? game for everyone, you know, and, and to, to, um, oh, anyway, I could just, I could go on about that. It's definitely one of my passions, but, you know, I had been in the social service and nonprofit world for many years. I'd worked with people with developmental disabilities. And what I recognized is that the, that I needed to step into a bigger purpose. And so as I meditated on how to do that, I was, guided to, to start my own business and to, to figure out, well, how to create a freedom on my terms so that I could live a lifestyle that I love, but then create a legacy that was bigger than me. 
And I personally think that women in uh, business uh, is, is one, of the, one of our solutions to creating a new economy and a new consciousness that serves the greater good. And we can't do that with having a more liberated relationship with money. And I had come from a struggling mentality, you know, in the nonprofit, I always felt like I was begging and making a case for how to, you know, write, you know, I had to write proposals for grants. And, you know, there's just a way that I felt really trapped and imprisoned by money. And I see it everywhere. I see talented, spiritual healers and messengers and light workers and artists who are living in this mentality that that you know we have to scrape by and and you know money's just not part of our game and i realized that until i got a handle on this money game i would still be imprisoned by it right like i could try to pretend that it didn't exist i could try to just keep shoving my bills in a box and and <laughs> you know all of these these uh unconscious tactics i had to 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 get out of of the money game but I just, I got down on my knees one day and said, okay, spirit, here's the deal. <laughs> I, I am sick of trying to figure out how to pay my bills because I'm here to play a bigger game and I will do whatever is necessary to be a vehicle for a bigger message to come through so that we can heal our relationship with money and, uh, and that therefore help create a, a new economy, a new world. To me, it's, it's about social change. It's, it's about the bigger picture. So the medicine of money was therefore birthed out of all that, what I just shared. Wow. Yeah, I know it's, it's, a, it's a big story. And, and I, I know that the listeners can, can relate uh, in, in, in your own way. Um, and so, you know, I reconciled my shadow with money. And so the medicine of money talks about, you know, what, what is a shadow of money? How do we recognize our shadows with money? And, you know, how do we use money as actually a, a, a vehicle? I, I keep using the word vehicle today. I don't know why that's coming through, but how we use money to heal us instead of it being something that traps us or that we push away from um, or that we have limits about. What I discovered during that time and since then is that there are universal laws, there are strategies, there are ways of being, there are forces in the universe that are on our side that want us to prosper. And I, I go as far now to say that it's our responsibility and our sacred obligation to prosper. Because as long as we're feeding into the paradigm that, you know, there has to be a gap between the haves and the have-nots and, you know, it's, it's a greater servitude to be a martyr and to suffer along with the rest, I just, I don't think that we're going to create the change that's necessary on this planet. And so this experience, your own experience, your own healing, your own shadow work and a deep call to serve really brought that program about. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah so that's cool. like from my own like blood, sweat and tears. And then, of course, having worked with women over the years and seeing, you know, how many coaches and healers and like I said, you know, people who feel dedicated to to their purpose. And yet the money game keeps them stifled. Right, um, right. You know, and so they don't know how to charge what they're worth or, you know, they feel guilty because they're even asking for, for money or, you know, whatever. There are so many blocks, and and I just think it's 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 a necessity for us to to take charge because you know money is just energy. It's really not about money. It's about learning how to be the conscious creator 
and be able to manifest what you want, when you want, wherever you are. Aho. <laughs> So you have a love offering today that will help our listeners get started. Uh, tell us more about that. Oh, yes. I have a, an ebook that really illuminates uh, some of, of what I'm describing here. It's, it's called The Three Keys to Making More Money Being You. And uh, in that, you know, I, I, I reveal three essential paradigm shifts that you need to adopt when you want to make more money being you. And I emphasize being you because that was part of my formula. You know, I, I was like, I will not do anything and I will not try to make money if it means that I have to compromise my soul. And uh, so this is, this is part of uh, my message is, is how to be so authentically true to yourself. And uh, I provide tips to overcome your money struggles. Um, I reveal one of the biggest mistakes I see coaches and change agents and healers uh, make that keep them broke and stuck and spinning their wheels and, and what to do to avoid that. And uh, what those keys are that you can use right away, regardless of where you are, to generate greater financial and spiritual freedom. Because those things are really tied together, right? Like we want to be spiritually free, but if we're not financially free, it really, it represses how spiritually free we can be. So I, I really dig into to what that's all about, how to make that happen for you in this ebook. You shared an affirmation recently uh, on social media about uh, how you want to raise your standards for the month of March, it begins with, I raise my standards. Is that something that you have before you or that you have memorized? Or can I read that to the, to our listeners? Ooh, yeah, I can, I don't have it before me if you want to read it or I can pull it up. Okay. I'm so glad you're bringing that forth. Yes. Well, I saw it and I thought this is such a, a perfect <laughs> affirmation to, to share with everyone. And and it, and it is, I raise my standards and accept the riches that are my birthright. I accept nothing less than the best life I am divinely designed for. I am gratefully blessed with true wealth in body, mind, emotion, spirit, sex, and money. And so it is. Woo! Kendra, thank you so much for making yourself available for the Divine Feminine Spotlight. I knew that we would enjoy each other's company, and I'm so grateful to share your wisdom with our circle of women. Oh, it's it's my pleasure. I've just delighted in our time together, and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I invite you to visit TransformationGoddess.com to download Walk in Beauty in 15 Minutes a gorgeous audio series to help you awaken the goddess within you.